Hello, I'm Dr. Stephanie Phillips, joined by Dr. Michelle Seawright, and we are Georgia Medicine Women. We're direct primary care doctors, and we welcome you to our podcast, where we share stories that will inspire and motivate you in your journey towards health and wellness. All right, welcome back to Georgia Medicine Women Podcast. We are so glad that you are listening with us today. We are so excited about our very special guest, the famous uh, Liz Gilchrist. She is a counselor here in Royston, Georgia, and she is joining us. And I'm here also with Dr. Seawright. Hey. Hi. (laughs) We are so excited to have you, Um, Liz. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad to be here. So we're going to start off with our medical mountain speak. And uh, I just threw this on her about what, five seconds ago that I was going to do this to you, Liz. So she is going to guess our word of the day. Okay. If you don't get it, don't feel like, you know, you're a failure or anything. Okay. okay? Because it's really hard. It's hard, you know, and you're, where are you from originally? Maryland. So yeah, you're not going to know. You're kind of a Yankee anyway. So you might not be able to translate this. Okay. Okay. But you can try your best. I'm not in the habit of thinking of myself as a failure. So it's good. (laughs) Good. I didn't have to perfect. All right. So the word for you is backside. I've got a bad rash on my backside. Oh yes. The backside is the area of the body that um, when you're on your hands and knees is closest to the sun. (laughs) Well, I thought everybody knew that, though. No, that's a medical mountain speak. So that's not necessarily something somebody would know. So backside is the buttocks or the hips. So very good. I'm very proud of you. Um, She got it. So um, I'm just, I know you're so smart. So good job. Thank you. Yeah. So jump into it. What are we talking about today? We are here to help encourage and promote health. And Liz is a provider. She is a um, a mental health provider in our community. So we wanted to bring her on to talk about some issues that affect us every day in our communities and our health. Um, And so we're super excited. And go ahead and uh, tell us about yourself, Liz. Okay. Well, I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I work at Wellspring Psychological Resources. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in physics and another bachelor's degree in civil and environmental engineering and was uh, worked in the engineering field for a little while before uh, I felt like I was um, prepared and God released me to move into the helping profession. So I sought out a uh, master's degree in social work from the University of Wyoming and ended up in Royston, Georgia. Uh, I've been here about 10 years um, practicing um, in this community and um, growing uh, immensely as as a human being and and in my walk with God um, as I get to do and walk out the purpose God has for me in my life, which is um, ministering to hurting people. I love that. I love that. And that's when I, I love what you said just now when you said the helping profession. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I love that. I've never heard that before. Oh, that's what we are. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We can't do anything for anybody. We can't walk out people's healing. We can't walk people to wellness. We can walk beside them and cheer them on and encourage them. And we are, we are in the helping profession. Yeah. All three of us are. Yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you for that. That's encouraging for me to think of it that way. 
um, yeah, can't make anybody do anything. So no. I love it. Yeah. All right. So I moved from a very black and white career with, um, it was great. You know, you'd have a problem. You could do some calculations. You could add a 25% safety factor and you could confidently build that bridge and know that it was going to sustain, you know, be okay for a hundred years. And now I'm in this very gray uh, profession with very few solutions um, very few answers um, that, that that we know. I sit with people day by day. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, I'm glad you love it because I'm sure you're great at it. Um, do you, um, just a question, I know we weren't going to talk about this, but do you feel like you have enough time to do everything that you need to do with your with your patients? Like how 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 long do you normally see them? For a couple years or just however long they need? Or how do you do that? How do you gauge that? Um, it just depends. Yes, there's many factors. Um, part of a, a huge factor is where where the where the person is. You know, when they when they arrive in my office, some people have already done some therapeutic work and have um, some therapeutic skills under their belt, and they're coming. You know, back to to kind of do some fine tuning. Um, some people I'm seeing for the first time and they don't know at all what the problem is. They've just know they can't do this any longer. And so we kind of start um, pretty low on the on the um, on the learning curve of, of growing in self-awareness, uh, growing in coping skills, starting to understand the things that we do to ourselves and to others that are causing damage without even without even realizing it. Um, how long people, how long I see people uh, depends on their in- engagement, how how ready they are to 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 do emotional work. Um, it has a lot to do on their life situation, um, you know, whether they're in crisis or whether they're surrounded by supportive people or not. A huge factor in people's progress, emotional progress, is their support system. Um, Two people with with similar problems, uh, one that has a support system, whether that is natural support, uh, social support, right? Uh, uh, Maybe maybe a community family, like in a church, or um, they're able to usually progress quicker than people who are going through the same struggles, but in isolation. Isolation um, tends to um, keep us stuck. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. We need community. Yes. So I love the um, thing that the Lord kind of gave you to talk to us about today. Um, tell us what what you were really hoping to kind of help remind us and help us all kind of do to improve our relationships, to improve um, our health. Okay. Yeah. So across the board... Um, when when I'm working with people, you know, the, the people that we live with um, are, are, are usually the people that, that matter the most to us, people that we love. They're also the people that we tend to hurt most often, uh, in part because we share space with them, um, in part because we know that they'll love us no matter what and no matter how we act and behave. Um, but but what I wanted to, to share is just some um, some things to th- consider in your 
um, just your daily time around your family. Um, you know, sometimes that that is just at the end of the day when you're really tired and maybe not even at your best. You may have already spent your best hours on other uh, things at, at work, um, at, you know, at school, wherever you are. But when you are together, um, just mindfulness um, and uh, intentionality um, with regards to checking in with family members and really taking time to to care um, and show care for them. Um, tangibly speaking, this would be, um, you know, if, if you have kids, um, you know, check in with them on a daily basis. And and when you do check in with them, um, you know, we're setting the phone down. We're not uh, making dinner. We're not, uh, you know, moving the clothes uh, from the washer to the dryer. But instead, we're, we're taking, taking five to ten minutes a day with um, and just stopping everything and sitting with your child, focusing on them, sitting with your spouse, focusing on them with the purpose of listening can be extremely healing to that relationship. Yeah, it's really hard for me to slow down and take even just that short amount of time sometimes. Yeah. So I think that's where um, I know I recommend to a lot of our families too is just to always sit down and eat dinner at night. Maybe that can be the time where you focus, but even then you're eating, right? And so even just taking 10 minutes after dinner to talk um, to your family, emotionally checking in with, with family members that really, um, can help heal a lot. Um, and if there is animosity or <laughs> anger or something that happened, it hopefully comes out during that conversation and it doesn't seep or yeah. steep or whatever. Well, consider their love language also mm-hmm. when you're, when you're trying to, when you're intentionally, um, s- seeking out a family member to, to make those five to 10 minutes meaningful, consider how they receive love. Um, you know, if, if physical touch is important to them, include that in, in your interaction. Um, if, if words of affirmation are important to them, um, find opportunity to sincerely and authentically encourage them and let them know, say things that, that you do mean that you may not say regularly, um, make those, make those, um, habits. Um, because if you're not speaking in their love language, it's, it's not as well received. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you know your uh, love language, Dr. Seawright? Um, I'd say touch. Like when I'm having a bad day, I I like to have a hug, you know, things like that. Yeah. I didn't know you were a hugger. <laughs> oh, I wish you were physically here. We're not actually all sitting in a room together. Dr. Seawright's in her office. I'm in my office. But Liz is here with us physically today. But I would just totally give you a big hug. You know, I had a really short patient the other day. Give me a hug. And <laughs> this is totally inappropriate. So um, T-I-T-T-Y hug. Y'all ever heard of that? Because <laughs> I'm so tall and she's so short. She's like, I'm writing your T-I-T-T-Y. I'm going to spell that out in case there's kids in the car. But <laughs> I mean, it was really inappropriate. But, you know, whatever. Come whatever. rest on my bosom. Yeah. <laughs> the, the place of peace. Yeah. We're the same height. 
Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, we yes. both played basketball. So you're getting, you're trying to do the sidearm, yeah. but the patient's coming in all, yeah. you know, they're emotional. They're coming in all, you know, and I'm just, okay, I'm, I'm in it too. Here we go. Here we go. We're going up for the hug. It's appropriate. So, all right. Yeah, I'm a gifts person. I love to give gifts. And uh, that's my big love language and words of affirmation is my other one. So, I, I, but what's really funny is my husband is not at, so we're completely opposite. So his is acts of service. So I don't like to do things like when I get home, I just want to sit around and not do anything. So in order for him to feel loved, I have to like go walk around the yard and pretend like I'm planting something or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's really hard <laughs> to show them that I love him. <laughs> it is because it's interesting because the love language that you receive love in is not the same that you need to give it mm -hmm. and, or your natural way of showing love. If it's not their language, you're speaking a different language and it's just not very meaningful. It's not. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't feel loved. But I will say this. I recently um, it, it, some conversations came up um, I, uh, with my eight year old daughter and she was having a little bit of a situation with her friend. And it was something that she, that she had done and she didn't understand why her friend didn't appreciate it. And so I introduced the topic of love languages to my young kid, not knowing if it would just, you know, go over her head. But since that time, she gets it. She understands that she and her best friend speak different love languages. And so she's not as hurt anymore when she gives her her friend a gift and the friend just kind of just stares at her. Yeah. Doesn't give her a hug back because the they're just speaking different languages. So, right. so take, take a moment to consider the people that you live with, how do they receive love? Cause you may have already assumed that, that because you naturally are a gift giver that you shower them with gifts all the while, it's not meaning very much to them because what they really what what really touches them at a deep level are uh, words of affirmation or just just sit with it, quality time mm -hmm. just be present right and and it's 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 something usually you can do right um it's something that it may not come naturally to you but you'll do it because you know it's meaningful to them and it's building up that relationship moment by moment day by day week by week and you know we want to have good relationships for the rest of our lives and so it's it's kind of like each time that you take a ten, five to ten minutes to check in with a family member you're depositing a coin into this piggy bank that that represents your relationship okay so each time you do that you're you're putting money into that piggy bank so that when there are times that you lack or there's times that 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 you can't do that and and some of that money comes out there's still money left over yeah. in that because you have deposited over over time enough. Yeah. I love that. Um Dr. Seawright, if I haven't deposited any money in our relationship account, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check the balance on that account later. <laughs> Same Liz. I'm a horrible <laughs> I am a member of Liz's women's ministry, but I am not a very active member because I've been so busy. But I'm going to start coming more. And tell us about your ministry, Liz. Tell us about, you do other stuff other than Wellsprings. I do. Yeah, God's been good. He's he's ex expanded um, my tent posts over the years of being in Franklin County um, and has blessed me to be a part of this community. Um, 
I, I lead the women's ministry at Royston First United Methodist Church. Um, I'm also involved in uh, Franklin County Fellowship of Christian Athletes um, at the elementary school and also a character coach at the high school with some of those sports teams. Um, and, and it's a blessing to be, to come, um, uh, in, to, to be a part of the community in, in a lot of different angles, aspects, um, just being a part of, of the, the, the recreation, recreational sports for little kids right now with, with my daughter, um, it's, um, it's a blessing because it is a, a tight knit community. And, um, I'm certainly uh, still an outsider, um, being here 10 years. Um, but I, um, am starting to make connections, um, meaningful connections, seeing people in the community. Um, I have a heart, um, uh, Stephanie asked me to come, um, onto this podcast and talk about, something I'm passionate about. And we both laughed because I'm passionate <laughs> about a lot of things yeah. and I needed help narrowing that down. Um, I really do. I have a lot of passion about a lot of things, um, but I am, I'm passionate um, for, uh, for, for women um, and um, love to be able to share the hope that I have that God has given me through his word um, and through his uh, mighty healing touch in my life, um, throughout my life, um, just being able to testify um, to his great uh, love and grace in my life is is just about the, the, the part of this earth that I uh, experience the most joy and contentment in is, again, living out my purpose. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I've led Bible studies, I've led, um, retreats, um, and, um, look forward to doing that more in the future. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you keep coming, Stephanie. Oh, I'm coming. Okay. I'm coming. I'm trying to be a good, um, pupil of the church as well. I had to go and tell Matt, our pastor, <laughs> sorry, I'm the worst, uh, church member that we currently have, but I do love Jesus. I promise. <laughs> And he just laughed and he's like, no, you're not the worst. So apparently there's worse than me. So we're good. Right. Um, to all my fellow, um, fellow church family, I love you. And I will be back to church. Um, I will try not to spend two weeks in a row again. So moving on um, past my guilt for not going to church, please do not have guilt about not going to church. That's right. I was because just going to say such that. a stupid thing, right? It is. Yeah. Because people just want to see you there. It's yeah. such a stupid thing. And Satan will try to get in your mind and be like, oh, you missed the last two weeks. They're judging you. No, we're not. Just come. We love you. We love you and we want to hug you and we love we love spending time. Um, Michelle, you have anything you want to um, ask her? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm really excited. I really think that that was a great tip. Um, I think we all got about $5,000 worth of counseling in about oh, 10 minutes. Good. So, awesome. I mean, yeah, you're going to save a lot of money talking to Liz. Just, just, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just um, texting my husband while I was listening. And I said, this podcast um, came at a good time. You know, yeah. uh, you know, we're just, so it'd be, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely for my marriage too. It's a, it's a busy time. And so, um, let's let's get everybody listening to it and you know it's just a huge encouragement and counseling is so good i've i've done a lot of counseling myself and um i, I highly recommend it for every single human being um to help improve relationships and not not just that but yourself and um so yeah thank you so much for coming on liz and um good job getting the backside i'm proud of you <laughs> awesome um so yeah hopefully you can come on again and talk again soon. sounds good that would be great thanks for having me yeah well, there you have it. 
Um, thanks again, Liz, for coming on to the podcast. Um, if you liked our podcast, please like um, and share it with anybody you, you feel like needs to hear it. Um, you can also contact us at uh, georgiamedicinewomen at gmail.com uh, for any more Medical Mountain Speak or um, uh, any suggestions you have on topics that you want us to cover. Uh, you can also find us at Georgia Medicine Women on, on Facebook as well. See y'all later. <laughs> Bye. 